0: We're down to the business end uh, in the BBL. Three teams left. Unfortunately, from a Melbourne perspective, the Renegades not quite good enough against the Heat uh, last night. Uh, BBL Nation commentator and SEN Cricket commentator, Bryce McGain, has been good enough to join us this morning. G'day, Bryce.
1: Morning, Jules. And uh, a little bit of a sad night for the Renegades. They've shown a, a great deal of promise. A little lumpy in their their form over the journey, mm. but... Uh, from where they have come from in recent seasons, it's good to see them playing finals again.
0: They seem to have a really good platform after sort of 13, 14 overs with the bat. Was was it that last five or six overs in the end that, that maybe cost them? They, they probably didn't get the score they should have.
1: Yeah, just couldn't quite accelerate away and uh, really blow it away and push up a 180 score. Um, I think that's a good shout that maybe that that's where it was. Um, terrific innings, uh, it must be said. Sean Marsh yep. at the top of the order. Um, it got 82 or 53 balls and, and, and did exceptionally well. Um, but what we do know is when you've got really fast guys between the it, 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 the ones turning the twos pretty quickly and, you know, they tried as much as that. But uh, Sean Marsh, those tired old leagues... Um, <laughs> weren't quite as dynamic as what they once were. And uh, it was a great innings, um, but sometimes that can also affect the acceleration as much as it goes down to big hitting. Um, credit, look, I think um, Matt Critchley, who's come into the team, I thought he's done a terrific yeah. job um, it, it, for the Renegades. It's always hard coming into a franchise and it's a late decision. Um, in, in his games, he's, he scored a couple of 30s. He was pretty dynamic. Um, maybe a little underused with his league spin bowling, but credit to him. He, he pushed things along uh, last night as well, um, but uh, in the end, it just wasn't enough to challenge the the stacked heat batting lineup, which which uh, does whittle away uh, now that they head off for a test tour.
0: I was going to ask you that. I mean, it's been great having the test players back and, you know, Renshaw's played some vital knocks. Kawaja last night, we know what Steve Smith's done for the Sixers. I know it can't be helped, but does it take a little bit of gloss off these last two matches where, you know, maybe in hindsight, the, the Renegades might have a better chance against the Sixers because they don't lose anyone, where the Heat lose three vital players.
1: Yeah, they do. It, I think... Just if, uh, if I can put on, if I was managing the big bash, you'd want everyone available all the way through to the end of final So I think this weekend would be a good finishing time, having the final on the Sunday. And then it allows that um, international schedule with test tours and whatever else they need to do to happen in February. Um, I, I think this is where the final should be, not a week later. Um, I think this makes a bit of sense. And then you just pack up your games and do what you need to do in the future. Um for the, for the next period but uh, look I, I think that's probably where it is it, it does have a it, it's been a really good big bash series and it got exi- more exciting when those test players came back to their franchises and well the, the heat of blossomed since they were stinking it up they are on the bottom of the table and these, the injection of these test players has put them right up to the top and uh, playing off in the final three. So uh, it can it can show what an impact it can make to some of those teams' fortunes. And um, the interest in Queensland certainly lifted once all those guys got back in the team.
0: Just back on the, the Renegades. Our Renegades updates are brought to you by Henley Homes. Henley completed homes now selling in Mickleham and officer. Henley.com.au. When, when they sort of analyse their season and they look at any sort of list changes they make for next season, is the number one priority just getting a... One more real quality bowler in that lineup. Are they one good bowler short when they come up against the really good teams?
1: Potentially. They weren't early on when they had the, the spin. Twins had Majib and then they had Hussain Now, they were terrific. That's what they invested in. It set them up really well. And then there was a bit of a gap when they went away. Foward Ahmad did a really serviceable job towards the back end and came in, and I think he's... Uh, still a really capable player at the Big Bash level. Um, But those spin bowlers were what set things up, but they just don't have them all the way through. So it did look a little thin towards the end. Will Sutherland had been good. At stages throughout the the, the big bash, and it was probably um his opportunity to really shine it 's probably his breakout big bash series with the bat and also with the ball at times last night it wasn't quite his night, but it uh it, and t twenty can be like that uh, at times probably that's the case. I think they need more from their international bat. And unfortunately, Martin Guptill, who, who yeah. came in, uh, they had uh, Dre Russ in the early part. He won them games. And then Martin Guptill came in. And I guess they, they wanted to invest in experience and they had experienced players, but the Guptill didn't really come off. He, he got three thirties 30s uh, in the last sort of eight or oh, 10 games. And that's about it. His form at the Docklands was not great. Six, 36, mm. 11 Eight and one. So unfortunately, he just wasn't able to to get things firing as they they would have liked. And of course, they've lost their captain Nick Maddinson as well um, with that knee injury early on. So they, they had. Um, I guess, some some reasons as to why they they weren't at their absolute peak. But uh, I think they'll be looking to um, get the services of Dre Russ in the future because he he was pretty dynamic early on and set them up nicely.
0: And just finally, whether it's the Heat or the Sixers getting through, can you you see either of them going over to Perth and and knocking off the Scorchers, settled line-up, they don't lose any significant players, home final, could be 50,000 there, and it appears like it's the Scorchers to lose.
1: Yeah, you, you, you paint a good picture for that orange team, I can tell you. Jules, uh, yeah, look, it, it does. Uh, I think the Sixers are the best chance. And I think they're the two standout teams, let's be honest. They were clearly uh, one and two on the table and pushing each other somewhat. Uh, I think and they deserve to be in the final. Um, the Sixers do need to get over the heat and anything can happen. Uh, of course, we know that in knockout T twenty, it can it can you know create some pressure that uh, that is there, and maybe also the heat can freewheel it a bit and play with nothing to lose, and that can be pretty dangerous as well, no fear of failure. But uh, I think it will be the sixes and scorches, and I think the sixes have the best opportunity to um, put a knockout blow on the scorches. Uh, that they had a good look at them on Saturday night and I think they'll get another good look at them next Saturday as well. And uh, it should be an exciting Big Bash final if if that is the case. Yeah,
0: it would be a fitting finale. Bryce, as always, uh, thanks again for your time.
1: No worries at all, Jules. Anytime.